Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yesterday my life was filled with rain. Sunny, honey, honey. You smile at me and really ease the pain. The dark days are gone and the bright days are here. My sunny one shines so sincere. Sunny, one so true. This is the run home on ECNZ. All thanks to Rotaflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Now, there is a lot going on in the footballing world at the moment. So we've enlisted an expert to join us and talk about the matter. This is sponsored by Canes Dear Velvet. We're very lucky to have former All-White and now broadcaster Jacob Spoonley back on the programme with us. Jacob, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. Uh, where do we start? Let's start uh, with Auckland City, who, of course, are playing in the first round of the Club World Cup tomorrow. I think it's being played in Morocco against Al Ali, and I don't know how to say that properly, the Egyptian team. Uh, But how will our players be feeling right now? You've been there, you've done it before. I've got to say, the uh, the production team at SENZ are very brave and beaters all the way in South Africa, uh, commenting on his football knowledge. So... Um, they said that the uh, the level of chat definitely rose when he left the building, Kirsty. <laughs> I'm not sure if you want to comment on that. Uh, I can't comment. I can't comment. But thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, Jacob. We appreciate it. <laughs> Auckland City. Um, look, this is what well, was at one point an annual event when they went off to the Club World Cup. Yeah. And it's a bit of a strange one. Um, it's in, uh, a club competition with a global reach, and it's the winner of every confederation's highest club competition. So we obviously know the Champions League. Um, the winners of the Champions League will be there uh, this year in Real Madrid. And then you've got the CL Signers from North America. And from Africa, you have Egyptian champs, Al Ahly. And they will be the first challenge for Auckland City to overcome uh, in their attempts to replicate what happened in 2014. And if all things go well, do better than it. Um, Al Ahly are going to provide a huge challenge for Auckland City. What we need to appreciate is that Auckland City is coming from an amateur competition here in New Zealand. Mm. So the players do have day jobs and um, they do an excellent job of balancing their football commitments with their main time employment commitments. Um, And not only will they have to traverse the massive jump from amateur football to professional football, but they'll also have to go the extra mile and come up and try and meet the level of a club side that not only has huge backing, but is the champions of their own confederation. It's a huge ask, What's it like when you're there? Like, is it intimidating being on the stage? Because it is a huge, a huge stage. When you're talking about FIFA World Cups here, you know, there's a lot of eyeballs. And as you mentioned, there's these superstar teams there. It is, it is. It happens very intensely. The lights definitely burn brighter. And it also happens very quickly. So... Mm. It's a direct knock, knockout competition. Um, and you go from playing teams at Kiwi Tear Street um, and Auckland City obviously <laughs> overcame Wellington Olympic in the final, but yeah. they've played 
all manner of teams from Auckland. Um, and they'll now be training on facilities that are amazing. Um, there's no expense spared in Morocco. And um, the reason why Morocco is hosting the tournament is because they want to become a power in world football. We obviously saw them do yes. well at the World Cup. But they want to start hosting these massive tournaments and compete with the likes of UAE and Qatar. Pretty amazing. Uh, it is so, so cool for our boys to be over there at, at this competition and we'll be watching them tomorrow morning at 8am Auckland City. Uh, we'll be starting their journey at the FIFA Club World Cup. But if we move closer to home, we've got another World Cup to look forward to here and that is the Women's FIFA World Cup coming up and of course Australia and New Zealand in July. And there's amazing news already. Did you see the news about Australia having to change venues because they'd already sold more tickets than were allocated for that first Matildas uh, match against Island. Is that the Kirsty Stanaway effect? Is that what is that what it is? <laughs> because you did a wonderful job hosting, hosting the draw earlier in the year. It is massive. So the Matildas opening match, which is a second game at the World Cup, has been moved from um, Sydney Football Ground Amazing. to um, a core. What was that back in the day? Was it Homebush? I think for the Sydney Olympics. Yeah, eighty-two thousand. Eighty-two thousand. So they've they've gone well above the capacity of the Sydney Football Ground. And it just speaks to the demand and the reach and the status of the Matildas in the Australian sporting landscape at the moment. They are a massive side. And this is going to be a wonderful occasion for us for the third time in top celebrate women's football, a women's sport rather. What, what's it actually going to be like having a FIFA World Cup here in New Zealand? Like, do we quite understand what it's going to be like? My gut reaction at the moment is no. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is we have um, celebrated the Cricket World Cup and the Rugby World Cup. And what will be different is that for the previous two World Cups, we had largely a New Zealand audience go along to the game, support um, the club, uh, sorry, the, the group stage games, and then um, celebrate the New Zealand team um, in the Rugby World Cup in particular, that did so well on the world stage. And it was wonderful to see. That that final is still one of the best point events that I've witnessed in recent memory. What's going to be different about the Football World Cup is that we will have the globe coming to our yeah. shores. We will have massive footballing markets in the US and Holland coming to Wellington. There's going to be actually um, a replica of uh, one of the World Cup finals being played in Wellington um, during August, so they might be affected by a bit of a southerly, but the Dutch and the US are going to come and take over our capital, and it's going to be huge. So it's, it's going to be something that I don't think we've experienced the intensity of it, yeah. and also the scale is going to set it apart from the previous two World Cups. I mean, it was amazing to see so many Kiwis get out and support our football fans take on USA in the friendlies that we've just had, and you need to get out and support all of these teams that come over to New Zealand as well. You're going to see the best of the best in the world at the FIFA World Cup that is coming up in July and August. And what about the Wellington Phoenix, currently fourth on the A-League table? Do you reckon they'll be pretty happy with the position they're in at the moment? Yes and no. I think, yes, that they'll be happy that they're fourth and they're they're up there in the conversation um, underneath Melbourne City at the moment. No, and that they have dropped a number of points. They've been in winning positions and let those leads slip, and they did so in the weekend again. Even though they were down to 10 men, I thought they had enough to get over the line against Perth. February to navigate and they'll be going and spending um, all of February in Australia starting with Melbourne Victory who are a wounded animal this Friday night and they'll be looking for revenge so the Wellington Phoenix are slightly light defensively since Tim Payne's red card has not yet been rescinded despite the protestations of the club 
Um, and obviously Clayton Lewis is uh, starting his yeah. rehab from that horrible knee injury. So they're going to have their depth called upon this week and it's going to be a bit of a cauldron as they head across to Amy Park. Yeah, what are we expecting from that Tim Payne decision? Will he not play? Uh, it's up in the air at the moment. So um, the club put in a, uh, a protest about the red card to the match review panel. Yeah, uh, We understand that the red card wasn't overturned and the club has also put in a subsequent challenge. What they are arguing is that VAR intervened and incorrectly intervened to increase the yellow card that Tim was initially given to a red card. They're saying that a yellow card was given on the field and that VAR did not have the authority to upgrade it to a red. Um, so we'll know in the next 24 hours, I imagine, um, whether or not they've been successful. The club is obviously running very hard at this, not only because they need Tim this weekend, but he's actually been one of their more influential players as they've put on this mid-season tier, which has become synonymous with Usuk Tully's team. Of course, uh, coming up this weekend, they've got the Melbourne victory. Uh, can we bank the points now, or are we getting ahead of ourselves? <laughs> No, I think it's been a very turbulent season for Melbourne Victory. They've shown um, bursts of what they displayed last season. Of course, they're down the bottom of the table, but they still are Melbourne Victory. This still is, for me, the most exciting and historic team in the competition. Uh, And under Tony Popovich, you can never write them off. They've been unlucky in the last couple of weeks. Um, We don't want them to find form against the Wellington Phoenix team. Now, uh, we know who you support over in the UK, but uh, this is just for playing curiosity. I keep seeing news stories about Wrexham FC and Ryan Reynolds. Did you watch that story? And after watching it, if you have, are you a fan now? Because I feel like football have all these new fans after that series. Uh, There's been a couple of grumbles about Ryan Reynolds actually being a owner of a team and then also being an active owner. And I don't understand it. Um, Chelsea fans love Abramovich yeah. um, the amount of money he invested into the team Ryan's investing his money and his time and apparently his emotions as well as you saw the yeah. absolute um, suffering he went through in that FA Cup play as they forced a yeah. replay uh, the, the highlight for me though Kirsty and you can probably appreciate this is Blake Lively going on her Instagram <laughs> and saying that she'd purchased ESPN Plus purely to watch her husband suffer <laughs> that is so, so good. I missed that news, but that is amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. Blake Lively, of course, wife of Ryan Reynolds, who is a part owner in Wrexham FC. If you haven't watched that, go and watch it. Uh, and thank you so much for your time, Jacob Spoonley. We appreciate having you on the program to chat football with us. Absolutely, no problem. And um, I hope Eva's treated better by the production staff next, next time around. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jacob. We love having you on. Jacob Spoonley there, uh, former All White, and you can catch him on Sky Sport as well. He's fantastic. That is your football fix. All thanks to Kane's Deer Velvet. Refuel your body with Kane's Deer Velvet. It's just 100% nature at its absolute best. Just a quick story on Ryan Reynolds, uh, the co-owner of Wrexham FC. He's not only invested money in this club, but he's seeing opportunities to invest uh, elsewhere in the community as well. Um, There was a young boy that went on social media and was trying to raise money for his team to get new jerseys. Uh, he asked for, I think, about £320. Ryan Reynolds tripled it and said, get yourself new team kit, head to toe, gear bags, and um, he sent this boy a message and they are absolutely over the moon. So it does help to have a superstar owner on your team. This is The Run Home on SENZ. All thanks to Mick Delivery. We'll be back right after this.